Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Free Guy. Don't have a good day. Have a great day. What up, noobs? It's your boy, Nate Plays Games here, and this is our spoiler-free review of Free Guy, which is hitting theaters in the U.S. and Canada on August 13th. Huge shout-out to 20th Century Fox, uh, oh wait, no, 20th Century Studios and Disney for inviting us to see this film. If you're rating us for the first time, this is our review show where we share our first reactions with you and discuss our opinions on whether or not this movie is worth taking some time away from your precious PCs, Playstations, or whatever else you're gaming on these days. Now, allow me to introduce to you my two favorite NPCs in the game that is my life. First up, He's been gaming since 97, and he's the Luigi to my Mario, the Jack to my Daxter, and if you saw him play COD, you'd be witness to a disaster. He's Jet Set Justin. Hey, what's going on? That's the best gamer name ever. I should just change Not it to bad. that now, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and finally, taking some time AFK to teabag my dreams and then skip the cutscenes, he's the Wario to my Mario, and he's down for round two. He's Combo Breaker Kevin Hudson. Damn, I sound dastardly. I like yeah. it. Yeah, Don't worry, I will be. Uh, I'm going to quit playing games with your heart, okay? Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, how are you, non playable characters, doing today? Great, man. Yeah, Good. feeling great. It was weird seeing a movie as early as we did. It's got to be, other than, you know, the overnight Star Wars marathons we've done that might be the earliest i've been in a theater ready to go yeah it wasn't too bad it was nice waking up early uh and enjoying this movie again thanks so much to uh 20th century studios and disney uh both me and my twitch audience are so stoked to discuss this video game movie but before we do a little insight into the film a bank teller called guy realizes he's a background character in an open world video game called free city that will soon go offline uh, the film stars Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Lil Ray Howery, Utkarsh Ambudkar, Joe Keery, and Taika Waititi, and is directed by Sean Levy. Free Guy is scheduled to be theatrically released in theaters on August 13th. Um, guys, before we dive into our review, we actually do have a write-in question, just a little bit of fun oh. stuff to start us off, uh, from friend of the show, Luke Trottier, from Prince Edward Island, who asks... With this movie being all about NPC characters, I want to know, what game would you want to be a non-playable character in? Oh, man. That is a tough one. <laughs> I don't know if I game enough to actually answer this question effectively. I'm sure you Ooh. do. Well, I mean, even after watching a movie like the one we saw today and just imagining being in a violent world like that, I would definitely prefer to steer clear of something like that right you know like uh, maybe i'd live yes. in the region of galar from pokemon, from pokemon sword yeah. or shield you know yeah. where you know uh, a i would never have to be part of the violence personally myself For and you sure. know maybe i'm just a simple pokemart keeper but <laughs> that doesn't mean that i can't have a weekend hobby where i could collect pokemon myself perhaps you know so uh, not too bad not too bad i like that idea 
and you're always just standing in that one spot ready to talk to the main character. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ready to rock just whatever they like come on by. That, on that marker. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. I think that yeah. sounds pretty sweet. I'd probably want to be someone that is, you know, helping in some way of the game. I definitely don't want to be in a violent game. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could be in a game as a background character. I don't even think Animal Crossing has background characters, but I'm sure. I mean, I yeah, just... there's the NPCs are some of the best parts of uh, of Animal Crossing. Well, then that's where I'd like to be, man. That's yeah, you'd be like a chill. tall giraffe man or something. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And with glasses and like a yeah. hipster douchey hat. Yeah, that'd be that'd dope. be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would want to be in a chill game. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. See, the thing for me is I've never been good at like extreme sports. The idea of getting on a bike and going down a hill terrifies me. So there's a game by uh, Ubisoft coming up. Uh, I don't know if it's this year or next year, but it's called Riders Republic. And if you look up this game, it's just crazy colors and characters and costumes. And there's a bunch of non-playable characters going all down a hill at the same time, like hundreds of bikes going down a hill. <laughs> With people in squirrel suits, like flying down, like all the things that I would just dread doing in real life, but knowing that I get to like die and respawn over and over again, dude, I'd want to be in one of those kind of games. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> um, well, Luke, thank you so much for writing in. Um, and before we kind of get to, you know, get into what we liked or what we didn't like about the movie, uh, let's start this game by pressing play and getting your hype level when you, you know, for when you were getting into this movie, Justin. Yeah, I going into this movie, I was thinking, you know, it's an interesting concept, a, a background character breaking from its pre-existing code and what would happen. Right. Uh, and of course, played by Ryan Reynolds, who's funny and knows how to bring the action. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I guess this is obviously based off of trailers and, and, and seeing that. And yeah, I was interested, but I wasn't like super excited, I guess. So I yeah. was like 5.5 out of 10 on the hype scale yeah. for me like that's where I'd, I'd put myself getting that into this sense. movie yeah Kevin yeah I know this one this movie for me maybe more than any of the movies um, affected by delays because of COVID was maybe hit the hardest I think I was more excited for this in like March of last year than I found myself even as recently as this morning heading into the theater mm. you know a lot of that hype over the year had sort of fizzled out for me so I was you know, plumb right in the middle at like a 5.2 sort of, eh, I could take it or leave it. Let's see what it offers and I'll go from there. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I think, uh, and I, I've got similar sentiments in terms of the wait time. Like, I honestly, I wasn't too excited for this movie. I, I, like, I saw the trailer originally when, you, when everyone else did. And like you, Kevin, I thought it was neat and like, okay, Ryan Reynolds, that'll be a fun time or whatever. Um, but as I stayed with the trailer and saw more trailers come out and then delays and sort of just sat with that idea. The more I saw from it, the more I was worried that it was going to be similar to, um, you know, movies that we've seen before where there's like no substance, like Space Jam, A New Legacy, where it's like reference, 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 no substance. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to report that I was, I was off. Um, but ultimately that's why I, I really wasn't expecting too much from the movie. Uh, and I kind of went in with a hype level sitting at around, I'd say like a six, to be honest with you, just because I was kind of like, I don't know if this if this is going to do it for me from a standpoint of characters or or the narrative. So, um, but enough of that. Let's move on to level two, and let's start complimenting this movie by discussing what we liked or even loved. Justin, let's uh, let's hear from you first, my friend. Honestly, there's the the, the list is short for me. Honestly, I, I'll start with Ryan Reynolds. He was. 
Like he he plays the nice guy with that tongue in cheek nod of Deadpool's persona. It's very Deadpoolisms you 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 get out of him, um, which which could also be a negative as well to to his performance. I, I think um, he seems genuinely like like in his acting portrayal, he seems genuinely alive. You know, like he has a childlike persona, right? As he's as he's kind of like, he, as he discovers things, you know, and he's fascinated, and it, it just it, there's this this very impressionable side to his character. So it had a bit of Deadpool, but then there was like a little bit of a nuance of something new. So he did something cool with his character, given you know the circumstances of of being a background character suddenly coming to you know breaking everything, right? So totally. I just I also think like so many of his lines you could tell were written by him. Uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, he had a lot of moments where you're, I'm sure he improved a bunch of that stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I just think though, like there are going to be a lot of comparisons for him to Deadpool. And I kind of think it's unfair because he's like for, for his character, he's so positive. He's so nice. And as you said, Justin, he's very naive. He's optimistic. He's happy. And I think throughout a majority of the movie, a lot of the jokes are actually at his expense. Yes. Whereas with Deadpool, they're usually pointed at everyone else and including the, like the audience. So for me, I actually was, I found him to be really refreshing while still having that, that sharp wit that we expect from Ryan Reynolds and mm. a, a little bit from Deadpool. But I don't think it's fair to just say, oh, he was just Deadpool throughout the movie. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that if if people give him that criticism that he was very Deadpool-esque, I think that was purposeful because Deadpool kind of comes from a very improvised, uh, internalized side of of Ryan Reynolds. And we see that here. But again, to your point, Nate, he he adds that nuance of uh, being the good guy rather than being the bad guy. And he's more compassionate. I just think that I could see critics and people just kind of saying that Ryan Reynolds phoned it in and he just played a, another version of Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll just jump in and say that I think almost what helps Ryan Reynolds uh, in this movie are the people around him. Right. Uh, you know, I think they do a capable job of sort of letting him be center stage and being yes. himself. Um, you know, uh, J- Jodie Calmer was really, really good. She's a chameleon on screen. I've really yeah. only seen her in Killing Eve before. Uh, and she kind of plays two completely different characters just in yes. this movie alone, which yeah. I thought she did really, yeah. really well on. Uh, there's a there's a, a fun little tandem of uh, coders, if you will, uh, played by Joe Carey, obviously from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Utkarsh Amdukar. Uh, um, uh, M- uh, I tried my best, uh, who I know from uh, Pitch Perfect uh, personally. And right. so, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Lil Rel in small doses, in little doses, if you will, is <laughs> is fun. And so I enjoyed his presence as well. Yeah, I he was one of my f- actually favorite parts of the movie, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, and I was actually surprised by, by Jodie Comer because I, I honestly, I'm not going to lie, for a large portion of the movie, I didn't realize <laughs> that she was playing both of those characters. I actually thought because <laughs> her hair is very different when she's in the game world, yeah. I just didn't pick up on that. And yeah. so uh, there gets to a certain point of the movie I won't spoil, but you you realize they're the same person and it's just like I mean maybe you maybe most smart people would realize she's the same person right away, but I just uh I was so delighted by her and I I thought it was really uh it was a fun character for her to play. 
Yeah, but, that was certainly, in my opinion, the most uh, impressive performance in this movie. I mean, I wasn't going in expecting these top-notch no. performances. That's not what kind of movie it is. But I thought, yeah, the way she handled those two different roles was really, really well done. Yeah, I think another great element to this movie, though, is all the Easter eggs that oh, you'll, dude, you'll, you'll so see. So many. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're both coming from gaming culture and pop culture, um, and they're handled so well with the right amount of attention. Uh, my one advice is to actually look at what's happening in the background in, in some of these yeah. moments that, that you yeah. do have the opportunity to see those shots. Yeah, like, I just, I love how how it highlights all those those characters in the background who are the characters, actually, the people playing the game, and just how awful it sort of makes them seem. And I like how it has that sort of through line throughout the movie where you get to see the people on the other end playing through the game. Yeah, and I, and I certainly think uh, from a visual standpoint, this is one of those movies that would almost benefit from a rewatch to go back and sort of focus less on what's right in front of you and, and is in that background. I'm sure you would go back and catch even more of just those really fun background details. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with, with that, y- there's some really great cameos as well uh there's some actors that make some appearances in this movie uh that that's tons of fun so uh you know keep a lookout and also keep your ears open because you might hear some of those cameos as well i mean just from the streamer side of things right like and i know this is in the trailer so it's not a spoiler but like Pokimane is in this jacksepticeye shroud yeah. ninja um and you know you can obviously tell like with that they're kind of playing to some of the Gaming younger culture. audience yeah, who maybe yeah, checks course. out streams yeah. and, and the yeah. TikTok culture and things like that. But even for some older gamers like myself, like Terry Schwartz, is, uh, she's, she's an interviewer in this movie. She's from IGN. And the funny thing about that is she's actually from the movie and entertainment side of IGN, which is mostly, IGN is mostly known for video game reviews. And so it's just kind of cool to see her as someone who's interviewing, you know, these, these developers mm. in this movie, um, because it just, it just shows how much this is a marriage of film and video games. And I'm definitely one of those uh, older uh, <laughs> video game players, if you will, where I certainly didn't recognize some of those personalities, but they did it just fits so well and they portrayed that that those roles so well that i assumed that a lot of those characters we were seeing sort of discussing the the game we're all watching had to actually be industry insiders in that capacity and so yeah. that must be a lot of fun for somebody who loves that side of the video game world to see you know some of their favorites on the big screen in that in that capacity that would have been really neat yeah it was so good there's a lot of this stuff that is is definitely tailored to the gaming culture of now Right. Yes. With, with hints of, of things from the past, but more so it's it is tailored to gaming culture now. And uh, it's very apparent how they've they've integrated and, as you described, marriage the two together uh, yeah. in a way that connects to gaming culture outside in the real world. So it was so good. I Again, like if you're a gamer, this is this is obviously a movie for you. you. Love, and we'll yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll get it. We'll get a little bit into this in terms of like is it a, a great video game movie a little bit later on? Um, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, highly, highly recommend it to anyone who's playing video games or has played a video game. Uh, but guys, I mean, just like any other video game, you know, there's there's glitches, there's problems, yeah. there's, you know, the, cr- the game crashes. What about this movie didn't you like? And we'll start Ugh. with Justin. Well, like, I, I don't know. The biggest problem for me was was pacing and messaging. So, like, really comes down to, like, how the story and how it was structured. Uh, mm. I think the movie isn't, it's not that it's overstuffed, but it, it just seems to not know what it's trying to say. It, is it saying, you know, be yourself or, you know, live your own life or, or 
you know, love is the key to living. Like these, there, there's a lot of themes that that they're playing with, but it, they don't really stick to landing to any of them. These themes are simply motives and drivers for the characters. And then at one point or another, they just kind of sort of fall off. There's just no resolution to that. And, you know, that plus the fact that it's awkwardly paced just shows and highlights how sloppy the story is. And, and you know, there's just a lack of clarity around it. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like pacing and messaging were, were like the biggest thing for me. I mean, listen, for the pacing, and, and Kevin, I know you might have a little bit more to say about that, um, but for the pacing for me, I agree with you. For the messaging and the what this movie is trying to do, I could not disagree more with you on that, Justin. I think that this movie absolutely, to its core, knows what it wants to do and it achieves it. Now, is what it's doing um, phenomenal, the best thing I've ever seen in my life? No, but it's fun and it's it's... It's one of those things where, again, it's it's paying so much attention to the small details that are picked up by people who are actually fans of this culture. And then from a standpoint of the message that it's trying to give across, I think you actually did nail it in one of those messages that you were you were kind of floating around, which is be yourself. I really do think from everything from the side characters to the main character, you know, this is so much about being yourself. Um, and I, I definitely found that throughout the film. I don't know. I'm definitely more on Justin's side here. And for me, it was, I think they put themselves in a very difficult position with who the mo- the movie centers around and, and who the main character is in that I'm not sure what resolution for that character would have really worked as a satisfying conclusion to a story. Right. And so in the last third of the movie, they sort of start hinting at this other development with some of the other characters that sort of does become the 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 final conclusion of the story it's like they they just wedged it in at the end so that they could have a happy ending for a character you know and it and it just didn't ring true or honest or something that i I was hoping to see happen for the rest of the movie so it it just felt a bit tacked on and and almost unnecessary it did that's that was another note here the ending felt tacked on and it was like we need to wrap this up i i get the the point Nate, that you're making, and I think it's entirely valid, and there is that aspect of saying be yourself, which is, again, as we discussed with Space Jam, it's such a trope of of these kid-oriented movies. And I think what this highlights and everything that they've kind of put into it with the gaming culture, it is for kids, right? This is actually like very much a kid's movie because kids are playing these games. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like it's, it's, totally. It's, it's, it's tailored to them. So it was very apparent that that was the market and target, so they didn't necessarily need to be so refined with their storytelling because they just they just eye candied the hell out of this right sure but i also don't think the main character is the titular character either i really do think it you know jody comer's millie is really the and i don't think that's a spoiler to say i think she's more the main character or at least was intended to be the main character and i get what you're saying from a standpoint of like where it focuses and especially and again without spoiling anything how the ending is a bit tacked on even for Jodie Comer's character, if that makes sense. And for those who have seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, I don't want to age myself, but here's where I'll start really sounding old. It's, I mean, the game does a fairly good job in that. I I think that the main game you could say that they're, they're sort of riffing off here is Grand Theft Auto, which fortunately for me, that is a huge property that I've always played, you know, uh, throughout the years. I'm just wondering if you aren't into video games at all, how much you would really understand about what's happening and how things work in this world. I'm not sure that was 
defined enough mm-hmm. for for more casual gamers or sure. people who don't game at all. Like I'm trying to imagine my mother watching this movie. She's excited for it. She loves Ryan Reynolds. You know, she loves fun summer blockbusters. But as somebody who never plays video games, I don't know if she would have a bloody clue as to what's going on, why characters are doing what they're doing, and how this world that we're in kind of works. I don't know if they explain that enough. And maybe doing any more would just have been beating things over the head. I'm not sure. So maybe it was just a tough balance to find. Right, which is which is why I found it refreshing, right, that they didn't hold my hand and be like, this is how respawning works. And this is how they did that by te- by not by telling you, by showing you. And I mean, I, I think they, they did it enough in that regard, to, uh, you know, it, like Nate, you brought up respawning and that sort of thing. Anything with Ryan Reynolds character in that regard kind of makes sense, um, uh, you know, but for me, it was uh, Ryan Reynolds character and Jodie Comer's character have a, a central mission for a lot of the movie. They need to obtain something. And it took a lot of me really trying to figure out what exactly this thing they were trying to obtain was why it okay. was yeah, hidden where it was. I yeah. don't think a casual fan would get that at all. No, I see. Like, no, yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. Yeah, because I do think the ideas of like uh, sharing video games is something that is su- for such a younger demographic, right? Twitch streaming and the share button on a controller are only things that have been in the past two generations of games. Yeah, like, so who, I, I totally who films see themselves playing a game and then saves the file. You know, that's right. just not something I've ever had a you know an urge to do. So. Totally, yeah, I, I hear that. Um, okay, cool. I, I also sorry before we continue, I did also just want to talk about uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, I do think. For me, and I kind of mentioned this as we were walking out of the theater, his scenes, I don't know if it's just that I'm not used to seeing him play a character that is a villain, um, because he's, I mean, he played one of the worst villains in the world, uh, Adolf Hitler, (laughs) once, um, and that was, but but even in that performance, he wasn't as um, bombastic or as as loud as he was in this movie, and I think it was odd, it was odd. The, the scenes with him in it were oddly paced. The, the dialogue sounded rigid and unnatural. And it just, like, you could tell he was just reading it. And it was so weird for me because I usually am in love with every single thing I see the guy in. And I was just a little underwhelmed by, uh, by, by what he did in this movie. Yeah, I feel like they shot his stuff in a very short period of time. It looked like that. To your point, his scenes felt very contrived and put together rather than like sort of natural and fluid. Didn't feel natural. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't feel natural. It felt very scripted. I think the problem is, I mean, it's crazy. I just looked it up and I can't believe that Taika Waititi and Ryan Reynolds are the same age. um, Because like, shout out to Ryan Reynolds because that is a beautiful 46-year-old man. Wow. Like, geez, he looks good, eh? Uh, And they actually talk about how great his skin looks and stuff throughout the movie. (laughs) It's It's true. It makes even more sense now. Super meta. uh, I just think Taika looked way too old to be playing the type of character that he was playing. Mm. Like, it should have been a younger, cocky character, not this middle-aged man doing these man-child things. I don't know. It just didn't it didn't work for the character, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, yeah. I mean, the only thing I could maybe argue against that for, for the film is, like, he is playing a character that is sort of past his prime from a standpoint of, like, he's no longer in love with what he's doing. He's doing it for the money. So maybe that's what they were kind of going for. But I agree with you, Kevin. Sure, but like, we, got no, we got no, like, hints of that sort of part of the story to justify why this guy is where he is and doing what he's doing. Yes, 
And I also think from a standpoint, again, of his dialogue, would it have sounded better coming from a younger person? And could they even have played off the idea of, you know, this person who's like five years younger than me as my boss kind of joke with with uh, with keys and, and some of the other characters in the de- development office. Right. So, um, OK, before we keep going here and find out if this movie lived up to the hype for you, um, let's talk a little bit about it being a video game movie. Um, you know, we kind of discussed it a little bit on, on our way out of the theater. Is this the best video game movie? There's so many movies out there that are from video games, that are based on video games. And there's a few movies out there that take from video games and pay homage to video games. So, you know, within that realm, I want to know, is this the mm. best video game movie? Kevin. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought about being a pest here and saying, well, this isn't even the best video game movie this year. But I didn't want to get into a Mortal Kombat discussion again. Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I could possibly justify that because this, this, yeah. this is certainly better than Mortal Kombat. Yes, um, thank you. But I you know what? That. I am going to say I'm not even sure this is the best video game movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I think I would tip my hat to Detective yeah. Pikachu. Yeah over this one in terms really? of just an overall movie i yeah. might actually yeah i might I, actually because uh, i just i just don't know if this one uh found a game to sort of base itself off enough to be considered a movie based on a video game right that like was it almost, didn't I, i'm yeah, sorry so it's, i was it's almost a good games video games so no. it's a tough question yeah, yeah. I, I think i think there's 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 got to be like it, it depends on what goes into that classification. Now, I know you've outlined that here, but you know, if, if we're looking at the Easter eggs and capturing game culture, then yes, this this is the best video game movie. Uh, but someone could argue, you know, the best representation of video game traditions, maybe something like Scott Scott Pilgrim, is a better example of that. Um, it really does depend, but I, I do see that this film brought together a lot of gaming culture to make something new. Honestly, this kind of reminded me of the Lego movie, in all honesty. I don't know. I think Scott Pilgrim is a better movie, yes. But I don't think it's the most entertaining video game movie. In the sense of, like, in this one, this is an actual video game that these people and characters are playing in. Whereas with Scott Pilgrim, it's more visuals. It's what we're seeing. It's the the one-ups. But none of those characters are actually recognizing or noticing those things. I don't know. I just love how much it gets right but it still creates these lovable characters out of these NPCs. And to your point, Justin, I don't not so much from a standpoint of it grabbing from, from property to property to property, like a Space Jam, like a Ready Player One. I feel like from, a st- or like a Lego movie, from the standpoint of the Lego movie, I did feel like I connected with the characters in that same sense. The characters, all the additional characters, and, and a lot of the, the extra characters, the NPCs, by the end of it really did kind of feel like the Lego movie of you seeing these characters come together and, and working together. And you can tell it's written with love, by people who have an understanding of games and gaming culture. So I I actually would argue that it is the best video game movie. Interesting. Yeah, I think it definitely focuses more on video game culture than it did specific video games. And I almost would have preferred that approach more. You know, some more visual nods to video games of the past. I don't know. Obviously, licensing and stuff obviously plays the biggest factor when it comes to that, but worked best when it narrowed in on specific references. And so I just would have appreciated a few more of those sight gags throughout. And I know you you, you even just said, you know, you, you weren't really looking for this huge 
cultural mashup with all these different references like that. But yeah. like that 30 minutes in Space Jam was just so great. And so if there could have been some sort of video game version of that in this, I don't know, maybe I would have liked that aspect of it a bit better. Because yeah. again, I'm just not immersed enough in the video game culture, culture that yeah. world to to have latched onto that stuff I, as much. I, I don't consider myself at all immersed in it. But I've checked it out. I've seen it. I know what it is, right? And everything that was seen in this movie, again, captures and reflects gaming of today really, really well. While also making a mashup of like a GTA meets Fortnite, which are two very popular open world games. Yeah, the most popular games in the world. Yeah, exactly. With the most non-playable characters. Yeah, at least for GTA, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you're looking at this movie for capturing gaming culture, having all of these gaming Easter eggs, then this does really stand out as the best video game movie. Totally. And I think it all... At the end of the day, it's a tough question to answer because it all comes down to how you define what a video game movie is to you. Uh, but listen, video games have, you know, they, they, they're they announced years and years and years in advance. And we kind of had a similar wait cycle for this movie unintentionally uh, because of everything going on in the world. And with that, a lot of video games tend to build up a lot of hype. So at the beginning of this mission, we discussed our hype levels getting into this movie. And now I want to know, does this movie live? All right. Does it live up to the hype? Kevin, let's start with you. Uh, Yeah. As I I mentioned at the top, um, I was far more hyped for this when I saw that very first trailer well over a year ago. But with, you know, almost a year and a half delay from when it um, you know, was supposed to come out to when it finally did come out. That really did fizzle. Um, and so, yeah, I was going in just very uh, take it or leave it. Um, and so in that regard, it easily lived up to the hype there, but did it match the initial expectations I had for it way back when I first sort of heard about this and, and sort of first saw those first trailers? And I just think it fell a bit short. So I'm going to say that it left me at about a 7.1 on a hype scale. So not quite where my initial hype was, but certainly more than I had going into the theater before watching it. Totally. All right. Sounds good. Justin, how about yourself? Um, I guess it was a little bit better, but not by much. Like I'm probably now a 6.5 on the really? hype scale. Wow. Uh, yeah. There, there are some disappointments, but it was funny. And, and I did find myself like laughing out loud and, and there's some cool Easter eggs and so on. But this movie is what it is. It's a fun summer blockbuster to be experienced in the theaters. You got the star power of Ryan Reynolds. You got the gaming culture. You got the pop culture Easter eggs. You got cameos. You got a diverse collection of side characters to help build out this gaming world. These are all reasons to check out this movie. However... Do not expect a fantastic story. And this is my biggest frustration. And the reason why I've only really moved to a 6.5, my biggest problem with it is that there's just a real laziness to telling these stories. This this movie is being driven by more of the star power and the visuals rather than trying to craft something that can be really uh, confident and know its messaging. Um but all in all, you know, I don't think people will be disappointed if they check it out. Just know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the best summer blockbuster movie to watch for the next uh, week or so, at least until another huge summer blockbuster that we've been waiting for action movie uh, comes out. Uh, yeah. But to me, 
this movie felt it felt like a fun '90s era movie stuffed with the tropes of today's gaming TikTok Fortnite culture, right? And and it's I do think it is confident. I think it 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 mm. sets out what it sets out to do, and I think for the most part it nails it. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop smiling, uh, and I just I enjoyed it the whole way through. I do think yes, there are issues. The movie's a little too long. The pacing is is off, as we kind of talked about. Um, and and there's definitely some scenes with unnatural dialogue that that affects the acting. But for me overall, like this movie is just fun. It's fun. It's f u n, uh, and it lives up to the hype for me. I I definitely it definitely exceeded my hype level. Uh, coming out of the theater, I think I'm hit, I'm hitting at least an eight, maybe eight five. Uh, to 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 put it on that that scale, but um, yeah, dude, it just it really worked for me. But again, I get what you what you're both saying in the sense of like it's for a specific audience. It, it is for a specific audience. You are the specific audience, actually, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, you are of the gaming culture. You 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 get these references. You understand right these, who these characters are. So this really does resonate. Which is again, this is a movie for gamers. Totally. You know, I find it interesting in a, in a really weak summer lineup. You know, this movie might find a bit of a niche. It might find a bit of an audience that sort of resonate with it. Whereas in a cra- more crowded summer, I think this one would get, get lost, lost. Oh, in yeah. the shuffle pretty quickly. And yeah. so, wonder if, if this wouldn't have benefited from a slightly earlier release before some of these big movies that we've been waiting for for a while are going to come out and sort of push it to the background. Yeah, it would have almost been better like when it was supposed to come out. All oh. right, that's it for our spoiler-free review of Free Guy. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, feel free to leave a five-star review and write in just like Luke to tell us uh, you know, what, you, what you'd like to hear from us in our next release. Justin, uh, can you let the, the gamers, the lovers... The haters and the streamers know where to reach us. I don't know why I did an accent. <laughs> they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Keep in mind, we also have our spoiler-free review out now for Disney's Jungle Cruise. And we're still continuing our watch club for Star Wars The Bad Batch, which we've got two more episodes left, and it's it's actually getting better. Uh, we also have our review for The Green Knight up as well. So, so much great DLC, free DLC, Coming your way from us here at Geek Centric. Now, before we go offline, Kevin, Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this spoiler-free review. And as we say, love ya. Get home safe, guys. Peace. <laughs>